What is up, guys? Welcome to the Dynasty Fan Podcast. Got a good show for today, talking our top five waiver wire ads at the wide receiver and the running back position. Going to be a little bit different today. We usually give you guys that are less than 50% rostered, but for today, we're making it a little bit extended, being that it's almost playoffs, guys, and we're going to give you a few that are a little bit in between 50 and 60. So we moved it to 60%, okay, just so we could add a couple of names on here that just in case we want to make sure that they're rostered going into your fantasy playoffs. And that is pretty much the main uh, thing that we're going to be focusing on today. We want some upside players, not necessarily looking at guys that you can start week 13, 14, but just players that you really want to have on your rosters that have a lot of upside heading into your fantasy playoffs. So what's up, Brian? How's it going, man? It's going good, man. It's been a little bit of a while since we've recorded a show. Um, I know, uh, we had some uh, vacation, so as teachers, we took off, and one of the things that you know we did decided was we just weren't going to be on on the electronics basically for the whole week, and so uh, it was kind of a a good week. Spent a lot of good time with the family, um, so ready to talk some football. We got to watch some great games on Thursday, and then again on Sunday we had a couple of good games. So. Hopefully the trend continues and we'll be able to talk about some players that we can add that could potentially help us here down the stretch. Yep, definitely. I want to check in on the game too. I have a, I have Pittman and Taylor. I need 30 between the two. Taylor had one after the first quarter, so it was not looking good, but we'll see. I'll check in a little bit. But to start, guys, we're going to be starting off with the super flex or quarterback position. So a couple of guys to note if you are in some super flex league. So Mike White, obviously. Went for over 300 yards, three touchdowns, only 8% rostered in Superflex leagues. So definitely a good player to add. He's going to be getting the start, right? Looks like Zach Wilson looks like that is just completely over now as he is on the bench now watching. And we got Sam Darnold, 6% rostered. Get your rushing touchdown. You remember that last year, those first few games, he just kept getting rushing touchdowns. So Sam Darnold, QB 16 on the week. And really, there was no bias either. So definitely good to see. Sam Darnold and in, in definitely in the Superflex leagues is a good add. And then Jordan Love, a little speculative add, only 2% rostered. Aaron Rodgers dealing with some issues, right, as well as the Packers, right? He's got uh, some broken thumb that's bothering him on his throwing hand, as well as now he's got some messed up ribs that they're waiting on some x-rays. So we'll see. But it looks like Jordan Love could possibly be getting some starts pretty soon here down the stretch. So just a speculative add. I think out of all these guys, I think Mike White, probably be with my preferred one what do you think right out of these three yeah um i think for sure mike white just because he has a lot of weapons around him man you know he really liked garrett wilson um garrett wilson had a huge game yeah um he has some pretty decent tight ends in conklin and Zoma. i know the breeze hall injury does hurt but he's got other guys there that we're going to talk about that we're, we're 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 pretty solid man they have a pretty good offensive line a good coaching staff you have uh, Corey Davis, and they have Elijah Moore. We had an Elijah Moore sighting. Uh, I think he got into the end zone. So he, I, I would say out of all these guys, I would probably prefer Mike White. Yeah. I think he's got the most upside, right? So, like, yeah. if I want a 20-plus point play, I don't think it's Darnold. I think Darnold's a good 14, 15, 16-point play. Um, but if I want the upside play, right, that boom play, it's probably Mike White. Yeah, Definitely. So moving into the tight end, we have Foster Moreau. He was on there last week for us, but this week still on there, still less than 50% rostered, only 50, 46% rostered right now on sleeper leagues. 
And that's where you get our roster percentages, just in case you're wondering. But he got seven targets this week. There's still, you got Darren Waller out on the IR as well as Hunter Renfro. So I know this was the Josh Jacobs show this week, but still tight end eight for Foster Moreau. And I think he's got some decent, you know, top 10 upside in that Raiders offense. So definitely a guy to be looking at if you need a tight end, right? Maybe you lost Zach Ertz. Foster Moreau is definitely someone I think you could pick up and he can help you down these uh, last few weeks. Yeah, I agree, man. And then the other thing really is that um, with the injury, he's playing with the injury to Darren Waller, like he's playing 100% of the snaps. Yeah. And you don't really find that all the time, right? You have some tight ends uh, kind of splitting snaps or taking less snaps because um, they're better blockers or better pass catchers. And so to get a tight end that's playing 100% of the snaps is pretty big. Um, he also has two top 10 finishes out of the last three weeks. So he finished as a tight end six in week 10 and the and this past week tied in eight. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think it's a good play, right? Like, I almost – I actually probably like him over, like, some other tight ends, like, right now, like Higby. Like, I love Higby, but, I mean, who's throwing the ball to Higby, right? I mean, if I'm the Higby owner, I think Higby put up zero um, on Sunday. I mean, I'm probably going to – in one of my leagues, I have Higby. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna pick up Foster Moreau and probably play him this week, depending on if Stafford comes back, but I don't – I don't think he's coming back. So I doubt they bring him back. Yeah, right. What's what? Why are they going to bring him back? So yeah, I might be uh, pivoting to a guy like Foster Moreau. Yeah, and that was shocking for me, Higby. I thought Higby was going to be a solid start that week. So looking into some honorable mentions, guys. Now going with the Rams, Van Jefferson only fifteen percent rostered. So definitely a good little add. Now you have Allen Robinson. Supposedly the season has ended for him as well. So they just got no pass catchers, man. So they got to throw the ball to somebody. I hate that uh, saying that, but really, who's it, who are they going to throw the ball to? So Van Jefferson, I think, is the best of what's left there. And then you got Daryl Henderson. We're going to talk about that offense right now. Right, We have uh, Travis Etienne was banged up with a foot or ankle injury. He's saying he's ready to go, that he he's going to play. But I think Daryl Henderson is just someone that, you could add to your rosters. He's at 51% right now. He might get dropped, though, I think a little bit during this. So some, I think he's a name to monitor also if, if on the drops. Then you got Zay Jones, who had himself a pretty good game. But just going to be honorable mentions for us for now. And getting into our top five waiver wire pickups at the wide receiver running back position. Most of these guys are running backs because that's really what's going to help you down the stretch in your playoffs, right? When you have that RB1 go down, and you have that next man up, that's really the guys that you could start and you have like an RB2 instantly, in some cases an RB1. So starting out, our only wide receiver on the list, we do have some strikeout ads at the end, and there is a wide receiver there on that list for you. But right now, OBJ, 53% rostered on sleeper leagues. Now the buzz is just getting more and more that he's going to sign. We've heard Buffalo, New York. Dallas all interested in signing OBJ. Suppose he's going to be making some visits soon if he hasn't already. And I think down the stretch, if you're talking, hopefully he would play like week 14. You need this to happen pretty quick. He has to sign quick, start practicing, because he's already been medically cleared. I'm sure he's already working out on his own. So once he gets with a team, hopefully if he gets signed this week, right, and starts practicing by week 14, hopefully you can get him in there a little bit. Because you don't want to play him, right, like week 15, his first game in Dallas or his first game in Buffalo. But hopefully we can get to see him, right? I think that's why he's five for us. He had some great games down the stretch for the Rams last season. So I think he's just a good time 
a good stash to have on your rosters right now. And let's see what happens. What do you think, Rabo OBJ? For me, like with OBJ, I just think how quickly he signs. Um, it's just going to depend on, you know, where he goes and how quickly he signs, how quickly he gets kind of comfortable with the system. Because like you said, we don't want to be playing him if it's his first week, right? Because he's probably going to be on a snap count. Um, and so the other thing that I think that is important to kind of know is that um, with OBJ, if you have a league where you're allowed a keeper, right? Like if uh, for waiver wire ads, um, he might be somebody that's a good stash, right? Like, you know, we have a couple of leagues where you can um, keep a player um, from the waivers in round eight or in round 10, I believe, a waiver wire ad. So he might be somebody that, like if it's a keeper league, it might be somebody you want to add for, you know, next year potentially. Yep. And you want to take us into number four? All right, so number four is Jamichael Hasty. So with the injury to Travis Etienne, we really just don't know. Um, I think they're saying that basically there's already a good chance that Travis Etienne is going to play uh, this week, but but we'll see, right? That remains unknown. It was kind of a weird injury, didn't return. But Jamichael Hasty was solid. He had 70%, 78% of the snaps. He's RB5 on the week. Um had uh, not so much a good ground attack, but he's just a good pass catcher, five catches um, off of five targets, had a touchdown. Um, So he had a solid game. He's somebody that you can throw in there as a flex, and to get 20 points off of a waiver wire ad or a flex, um, we still have a couple of bye weeks um, coming up. I know that I think this week, um, is it the Colts that are on bye this week or for sure next week, maybe week 14? So Jonathan Taylor's coming up on a bye um, so you just might be somebody that we can um, can add uh, next week potentially to help us out. So, yeah, it is a Colts on by for week fourteen. So I just want to say uh, we have an update right now. Najee Harris, did you see that? Najee Harris out the I rest did. of the game with an abdominal injury. So I think That's right funny. away Anthony McFarland right should be added as well as Jalen Warren. I know he's out with a hamstring injury, but Jalen Warren has been getting decent snap share as carries as well as passing work. So I think just someone to put out there right now, I don't know the extent of the injury, but definitely Jalen Warren. I think he's on and IR, Anthony McFarland. He's just out right now. He's not on IR, I don't think. So right now it would be, it would be Anthony McFarland next man up and then from there, possibly Jalen Warren, if he's back and if he's practicing. He didn't practice all week yet. But for Jamichael Hasty, man, I think I he definitely has the pass catching upside. I just wonder if if ETN were to go down or something, I just wonder about if we would see some Daryl Henderson. You know what I mean? Like how much of Daryl Henderson we'd see. I almost think that Daryl Henderson might be like that first and second down back, and we'd still see Jamichael Hasty with some possibly some goal line work, maybe, but definitely the pass catching work. So I think they'll both have some value depending if ETN goes down and we'll just see who looks better between the two. And moving into number three, we have kind of in that same vein, man. We got Kyron Williams. So right now he comes in, he outsnaps Cam Akers. I think he got 70% of the snaps or so. And I mean, we've seen Cam. He's just kind of struggled this year. And Kyron Williams is definitely the smaller pass catching back, similar to Michael Hasty. And the Rams, they just stink, man. Like they're they're gonna be behind every game. Like, so if you're looking at that, I think that snap count is gonna be around the same. If they're playing from behind, they're gonna have Kyron in there in the pass catching game. 
So I think between Cam Akers and Kyron Williams, it's probably the back you want to own right now is Kyron. So what do you think about uh, Kyron Williams, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think I'd rather have Kyron Williams just because of the the passing upside. He seems to be a better pass catcher than Cam Akers. And the other thing is that really down the stretch, like if they don't really have anything to play for, there's not really a reason to like keep throwing Cam Akers out there, right? I mean, yeah, they'll give him some work, but maybe try to start saving him or start thinking about next year, right, and a whole nother yeah. year of kind of recovering and rehabbing and maybe he'll – you know, kind of return to a little bit closer form than he was a couple of years ago. And so, yeah, I mean, Kyron Williams is somebody definitely that I think we need to be talking about because I think the snap share is going to continue to go up. Yeah. All right. So number two, we have Melvin Gordon. As much as it pains me to say this because I don't like Melvin Gordon, he's somebody that we have to add. He was dropped in a lot of leagues. Um, so his roster percentage is 46 percent, so he's available in a lot of leagues and it stinks for me because i have a lot of shares of isaiah pacheco and isaiah pacheco is look great but melvin gordon everywhere he's goes he's just a touchdown like steel machine right inside the 20s he was taking touchdowns from javante williams um, and i think he's going to be taking touchdowns from probably isaiah pacheco or whoever else uh, is the the RB there, maybe McKinnon. So I think that eventually this guy is going to get in and get some playing time. So hopefully not. Um, hopefully they stick with Pacheco. Um, I think he's been solid. I like Pacheco. He's somebody that we had on our waiver wire as a lot. Um, so hopefully not. But, I mean, Melvin Gordon is still somebody that has to be rostered because he's signing with the great offense um, with the Chiefs, somebody that we have to roster for sure. Yeah, I think definitely, too. Melvin Gordon, definitely in a better situation than the Denver Broncos, right? They have one of the worst offensive lines. And Melvin has struggled, right? He's looked a little bit older, a little slower. He's fumbled the ball. It seems like he's fumbled his position away. But now in, in Kansas City, you know, it didn't seem he didn't seem very happy there, right, either. There was a couple of post-game uh, press conferences where he didn't seem, he seemed upset, right, not getting some as much work as he wanted. So I think in... Kansas City, man, I think with the change of scenery and now a team actually playing for something, I think Melvin Gordon, we could see a little revamped, re-energized Melvin Gordon there. And I know he's just on the practice squad right now. Practice squad right now. If you haven't heard, he's on the Kansas City Chiefs, signed to the practice squad. And it seems with Kansas City, you have Hilaire out, but they don't seem to love any of their running backs, right? They seem to be fidgeting around a lot with them. We've seen some days where it's McKinnon in there. We've seen Bacheco. Recently, the past two weeks get an increase in the carries, but it just seems like they don't love either one. They still use others at the goal line. They'll use uh, different guys in the passing game, but I think Melvin Gordon can be kind of that back that does it all for them, and we'll see how they lean on him going forward, but I think just the veteran presence of Melvin Gordon in Kansas City, I think it will eventually, like you said, I think he will be the lead back eventually. We'll see. Pacheco, I like, right? I like the story. love the underdog story. But he gets the ball. Have you seen him? He runs hard. He runs fast. But he just seems to like not have the the greatest vision. He runs into players a lot, or and he just gets the ball at just full speed right away. He doesn't seem too patient there behind the offensive lines. So I think Melvin Gordon could, in time, take off take over this uh, backfield. And I think by fantasy playoffs release in two weeks, right, week 15, 16, we could see Melvin Gordon leading in the snaps. And that's pr- pretty much what you want him for. That's why I think we have him here at number two. 
just a good upside player, like you said, in the Kansas City Chiefs offense. So heading into number one, Minnesota Viking, right? He's not the sexy name, right? But he's still out there, less than 50% rostered, and I can't believe it. But probably the most upside on your waiver wire, in my opinion, is Alexander Madison. We've seen it time after time, year after year, usually later in the season, too, around this time, right? Last year, I think it was around this time. You have Dalvin Cook goes down for a game or two, and right away, Madison, you have him. He's an RB1, right? Back-end RB1, almost at minimum. So I think Alexander Madison, if he's on your waiver wire, I think he should be your number one priority. All these guys, just the high upside handcuffs in good offenses, they got to be your number one priority. So I think Alexander Madison, right, he might not help you this week, next week. He might not help you at all, but he's the guy. If you're talking about during your fantasy playoffs, the guy you want on your bench just with the high upside, these are the lottery tickets that you want on your bench. So what do you think about Madison, Ryan? I mean, I think I agree with what you said, and it's not just the, the homer in me, right, being a Vikings fan. I mean, he's he's just as good um, fantasy-wise, right, not in real life, but yeah. for fantasy, he's just as good as Dalvin Cook. So if Dalvin Cook were to go down, Alan, Alexander Madison is a league winner, and so he's exactly the type of player that you want rostered on your bench going into the playoffs. Um, if something were to happen to Cook, He's an instant starter as a running back or as a flex. Um, and it's just he's a league winner. And so he's somebody yeah. that has to be rostered. Um, I have him in a couple leagues. Um, so his, his roster percentage was pretty surprising to me, actually, because, you know, it's not like it's new that he's like a valuable handcuff. He's been yeah. there for three or four years, and we've seen it. It seems like every year he's had some value. Um, Cooks has, has missed at least a couple of games during the season, and every time he does, Madison has huge games. Um, so he's definitely somebody that I think needs to be rostered. Yep. Cooks also been dealing with that shoulder injury, so we'll see if he holds up. So now going into our strikeout ads, before we get into those guys, if you are enjoying the show, if you got something out, be sure to like the video for us and also subscribe to the channel. And the podcast is also on Apple and Spotify, Dynasty Fan Podcast. So now moving into our strikeout ads, we have a couple of names that could be valuable down the stretch. Keontae Ingram, just that handcuff to the Arizona Cardinals, James Conner, who we've seen go down with injury in the past pretty much every season. So Keontae Ingram, just an upside stash. Then you have Jamison Williams coming out. He's already been practicing. He possibly may play this week. So Jamison Williams, if he comes back week 13, 14, we just know he's just got high upside as far as he's one of the top rookie wide receivers. So in Detroit, just somebody to have on your radar right now, as well as Zonovan Knight. Who knows, man? But Zonovan Knight, only 0% rostered. But depending on what happens there in New York, you have Michael Carter that was out. Uh, Brees Hall obviously out. Now Michael Carter possibly may return. But dealing with the foot or ankle injury right now, so Zonovan Knight came in. He led them in carries. I think it was 14 carries. He also had three receptions for 30 yards. So I think Zonovan Knight is just a good little guy to keep an eye on. And depending, if Michael Carter were to get injured some more, right, Zonovan Knight may be that next man up. What do you think, Ryan? Well, I mean, yeah, I think I like the running backs primarily, right? Because like you said, at this point, hopefully your wide receivers are pretty set and you're just looking for value plays at the RB position. And so James Conner has already been hurt this season, missed a couple of games. We saw that, Eno you know, Benjamin stepped right in 
and put up some good numbers in most of the week. So I think yeah. Keontae Ingram can do that same type of thing if Connor were to go down or miss time. And the same for Zonovan Knight. I mean, Zonovan Knight had a pretty, you know, pretty good little game filling in for Michael Carter, splitting snaps mostly with him and Ty Johnson. So um, the other guy is James Robinson also. Yeah. It's kind of kind of weird, just a healthy scratch, right? I mean, yeah. so we'll see, you know, if that trend continues, you know, something to mm-hmm. kind of to kind of look and see what, you know, what they do with James Robinson. So, yeah. Is that more like him, like just kind of getting settled into the offense or is it just maybe a talent thing or would they just like the rookies on him and I, I'm not sure. Well, time will tell, but definitely James Robinson, I think he's about 60, 67% roster. We're definitely someone to keep an eye on as far as the drops, right? Someone might drop him, James Robinson. I would definitely scoop him up if someone drops him in your leagues. So that's all we have for you today, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Like I said, be sure to like and subscribe. Thank you guys for tuning in. And until then, guys, we will see you guys next time.